Hi you guys, welcome to episode 15 of Vibing in Valentino. Um, I'm so excited because this week I have another one of my very, very good friends on and it's like one of my favorite conversations when it's one of my girls and it's just so much more fun and so natural and um, I think that really comes out in a conversation for you guys to hear. So I'm so excited about this episode. My favorite thing at the moment is actually a ring light. So I actually stole it from my mom. Um, she got it because, you know, she saw one of our makeup artists like using it um, and she like loved it. So she went out and got one when she does her makeup. But I use it for lighting for all the pictures that I take. And honestly, that is like the very first ring light that I use consistently because I never, I never got one. Like I never, even when I was like in LA and I was taking a bunch of pictures, I always, but granted like we weren't under lockdown at the time. So I had a lot of like natural daylight and I could kind of pick and choose my picture settings and stuff. Um, but now it's like everything is pretty much limited to just indoors and it helped so much if you guys are trying to get content for instagram and stuff like that and trying to make it high quality i really suggest you get one i am i think i'm super late to the game i'm pretty sure everybody listening like i'm pretty sure you guys already have one you guys are probably like oh nicole <laughs> it's 2020 girl um but yeah so that's what i've been obsessed with like now i can't take a picture without a ring light so i might have to just get my mom a new one like a sorry I stole your ring light type of situation. Okay, before we get into a conversation with our guest of the week, I just wanted to remind you that you guys can purchase my eight-week workout program. It is very at-home friendly, quarantine friendly, minimal equipment, vibing strong. You guys can book a one-hour consult with me about anything fitness, nutrition related, or you guys can just drop a line and say hi. Check out the website, vibinginvalentino.com. You guys can learn a little bit more about me, a little bit more about this podcast, and all the other good stuff. All right, let's get right into our conversation with our guest of the week. Our guest this week is one of my very, very good friends. She is honestly one of the sweetest souls I know. She owns her own business. Paul Walk and Paul Walk Flag, but her journey to becoming a successful independent entrepreneur was not without its ups and downs. Mariah Asa, welcome to Vibing in Valentino. Hi guys, Hi. how you doing? I'm so happy you're here. Thank you, thank I think, you for having yeah, me. Yeah, of course. Give the listeners a background, tell us a little bit about yourself and all the good stuff. So my name's Mariah, I'm originally from Puerto Rico, my beautiful Isla del Encanto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, actually, I miss it out there. I can't wait to go back. <laughs> I moved out here when I was about 17. I've been here ever since. Living life. Living life. It's yeah. just, it's, it's a long story, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's been, it's been a good journey. It's been a good journey. So, we actually met when we were both working at a club in the OC. We were both bottle girls. Yeah. Were you there for my very first training night? I think I was. With, um, one of the walked in and like I was training it was my first night wait who walked in oh yeah yeah so you guys I thought I started off on a bad note with these girls because I I don't you were there right you had to have been you were always you were one of their OGs like I think you were there but I was a trainee so I wasn't supposed to get tipped out with you guys but this guy walks in and was buying a bunch of bottles and I was like I was helping upsell, I guess. So at the end of the night, I thought you guys all hated me because I ended up getting tipped out. Which like, you deserve it, I think. Honestly, <laughs> you deserve it. So all the girls were just hating. <laughs> he passed out in my car that night. Oh my god. Yeah. So after that whole debacle, we went to hookah. It was like me, him, like and his boys, and girl, he passed out in my car. He was so lit. I couldn't wake him up. I was like, I don't know what to do. His boy was like dragging him out the car. It was like, oh my God, a hot mess. But was that not like the most fun job that we had? Honestly, bottle service is 
a great, amazing, fun job. It's such a fun job. <laughs> a lot of people, you know, look down on it because mm-hmm. we have to wear sexy stuff and yeah. all that. But honestly, it's the easiest money you can make. Like, I mean, if we have the opportunity to work somewhere where we can have fun and make great yeah. money at the same time, like we breaking money the same money doctors and lawyers were making yeah. like a hundred bucks an hour yeah like, you know and yeah having so much fun not working every single day yeah. yeah it is a perfect side job a lot of yeah. girls think you know a lot of young girls come up to me i'm like oh my god i wish this is my dream job this is my dream yeah, job it's yeah yeah you dream told me about job. that it's a side job mm-hmm. and it's you know i'm blessed to have found a job like this because yeah. it gave me the freedom to monday through friday during the day to work on my skills and right. focus on what I want to do. Exactly. Then that's when you get to focus on things that give you longevity. Mm-hmm. Nightclub work, it does not give you longevity. Although I will say there's some level of um, progression in that job. You can go from like just, you can go from a sparkler girl to a bottle girl to the lead mm-hmm. to manager. But at the same time, it's still nightlife, and your hours are going to be fucked up. Yeah. It's easy money, but your sleep schedule will be off. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. But the good thing, well, for me, I, I'm only doing it Fridays and Saturdays, mm-hmm. only two days a week, which I still which currently do. Yeah. Even though I have my business, yeah. you know, and that's my main focus. That's my main, yeah. you know, priority, my main job as yeah. my career. But... I think I'm gonna do bottle service until you, you know can't. until I can anymore yeah. because why not? Why not? Right? Yeah. Exactly. Why not? It's like I might as well, you know, instead of going out partying with my friends on the weekends, I feel like I'm there but making money at the same time. Yeah. So. Exactly. I think my biggest regret was when I first started like the podcast and Vibing Co and all this stuff. I had the opportunity to go back mm-hmm. and do bottle service. And I turned it down. And I was like, I will be on call and I'll help you guys out if you guys are ever short-staffed. But I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to make that a routine and I regret that. Because at that point, what I was thinking was, I don't want to be so spoiled in it. And it has spoiled me to the point where I like, I remember when I was like working nightlife a lot, I wasn't so focused on pursuing other things. Because I was like, I will always make money. Like, I will always have money. Like, I don't really need to work this hard. And so when I turned it down, I, was, I thought it was, like, going to light a fire under my ass, which it kind of did because, you know, you have to go through a struggle to, to grow. But mm-hmm. I do wish I, like, had that routine because the hours are completely different. Like, there's no reason I couldn't have done that while I was doing this. So I do regret that yeah. part. Yeah. It is, it is a little, you know, time-consuming as well because bottle service is not just showing up at night and collecting the money. There's yeah. more stuff that comes involved with it. Yeah. Like, you know, even though I'm off Sunday through Friday during uh-huh. the day, I, I'm still getting messages yeah. left and right from our team yep. because we, you know, we have to promote, we yeah. have to stay in contact with our, yeah. our customers and all that stuff. So it's, it is time consuming and sometimes it, it takes my time, my focus for my yes. business because yeah. I have to put in a little bit of work on the side for yeah. this too. Yeah. So. I think, you know, I have a couple more years in me yeah. until I just yeah. want to focus all my energy into my business. Yeah, I feel you. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll get there. I feel like you're doing so well. Like, your business is so cute. And Thank when you. we first met, we did talk about this business. Because I wanted, I had a dream of, like, building, like, an animal shelter, like a charity and helping out animals mm-hmm. that um, people don't, I guess, neglected. Mm-hmm. And you were talking to me about, like, and like, like a, a daycare, yeah. yeah. And I was like, that is like the most perfect thing because you're such a good dog mom. I oh, like can't you. even. <laughs> you too. I think we both spoiled our babies we, really good. Yeah, we are obsessed with our dogs. And I just, that's the new thing. Like articles are coming out that like, you know, people our age, we have dogs instead of babies. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I honestly, when I got Yakuza, I told you the story. I was with my college boyfriend. I got Yakuza with him, so, and I, low-key, I feel like we would have had a baby, mm-hmm. and I am so fucking thankful that we did not, and we decided to have a dog instead, because I can't imagine, like, how we broke up was, like, so traumatic. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was so traumatic, and I took Yakuza, and I left, so 
I couldn't imagine having to do that with a, a baby because yeah. that would be a bunch of legal shit that I yeah. would never want to get into. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I'm not fucking leaving without my fucking dog. Yeah, like, this is like, like I'm baby. the mom. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I know exactly how you feel. Yes, Trust me. I know. I know you do. Okay. We're going to get into this. So when we met, we were both in this toxic relationship cycle with guys who are very successful very affluent let's take it way back though how did you and rampage jackson meet we met actually at a club mm-hmm. uh we you know he saw was me. it heat did no. you see heat um actually i don't remember what club <laughs> it was you know this was seven years ago yeah i mean you know, i was young i was in my early 20s yeah. i was having fun honestly i forgot what club i met okay. him at but i remember um we saw each other and he saw me and he's like, oh, Mariah Carey. And I'm like, that's funny, my name's Mariah. <laughs> so, he said Mariah Carey. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, okay, how do you, like, that's, yeah. that's weird. Wow. That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, so we had mutual friends. They ended up going to his table and we ended up uh, exchanging numbers as friends. Yeah. And um, me and him were actually friends for eight months before we actually started dating. Wow, that's a really long time to be friends with somebody. Yeah, yeah you made him wait. I made him yeah, wait. You made him wait. <laughs> you know, I know he was dating, you know, another yeah. girl at that moment. I was dating somebody, but it wasn't serious at that time because right. I had just gone out of like a four and a half year relationship prior yeah. to that. Um, but yeah, I had like, you know, I had no idea that he was going to make me fall in love with him. Yeah. <laughs> He has a really fun mm-hmm. personality. He's funny. He always made me laugh. He's, yeah. You know, he is a gentleman. He's yeah. a very sweet guy. You know, but yeah, that's how that's, that's how, how we all met. Yeah. <laughs> we were dating for about five and a half years. Yeah. On and off. Like we were okay. together for three years straight and mm-hmm. then he did this radio interview with yeah. Errol Hiwani, which is this really big radio host yeah or uh, fighters and, yeah in the sports and stuff like that and we were home chilling and he was doing a uh, radio interview and he starts asking questions about me mm-hmm. so anyways he, started, he was saying nice things oh i love my girlfriend she's the best girlfriend i've ever had i love yeah. her blah 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 yeah so he was like oh i never heard rampage jackson talk like that about Anybody. Anybody. <laughs> Grant, he's Jackson in love. Yeah. And he says, I've never been in love before, but I love her very much. Me hearing that, that, you know, at this point, we were together for three years. Yeah. That broke me to hear that, wait, you're not in love with me? Like, what am I doing here yeah. then, you know? So that same day, we broke up. We broke up and... I can't believe that. <laughs> I've never heard this story. All of a sudden, I hear on Google News or whatever, the kind mm-hmm. of news... Ariel Hiwani broke up Rampage's uh, Jackson three-year relationship. But I'm like, like, it's not his fault. (laughs) Like, why is he blaming it on him? It's not his fault. He just answered the question. It's all I needed to know and for me to not not keep wasting my time. But obviously, I still loved him. And I know he did love me, which was, I think that's why it was so hard for, you know, for me not to for me to let go at that time. Yeah. That's why I, we lasted another two and a half years yeah. on and off. Yeah, because you guys were, there's love there. There's yeah, no, we sure. can't argue the fact, like, we were both in very long-term, like, on and off, confusing cycles, mm-hmm. and I think we did meet at a time when we were both kind of struggling. I remember, like, sending you, like, some song, and I was like, girl, like, this yeah. is exactly what the, sh- like, what the fuck we're going through. Yeah. Um, but when you're in an on and off toxic kind of relationship cycle like that it's so hard because there's so much love there mm-hmm. and it's like a constant fight between your love for this person and dignity and like self-respect mm-hmm. and like so much shit so yeah. how did you deal with that I mean honestly I I just knew that there was love I just knew that I loved him yeah you know, I met him at a time where I was still a young, naive girl, to be honest. I was yeah. 25 when I met him. Yeah. And, I mean, the way I dealt with it was he just, you know, he just would keep reassuring me that, you know, he loved me and yeah. all that stuff. And you, you believe that because, you you know, you do see it. You do see their love. And, yeah. 
and all that stuff why I put up with this for such a long time yeah. is because I understood him I understood why he was the way he was yeah he was a, he's a very honest person I yeah. can't say anything bad about him or blame him because he was upfront from the beginning yeah. of the kind of he person really, that he, he was, was I yeah. knew him for eight months before I started dating him so I knew yeah I knew what I was getting myself into you right, know what I mean? right right but I I fell in love with his big heart he has a, such a big heart yeah. you know that's what I saw that side and I he told me we were best friends like he told me everything yeah. so I'm a very understanding person so I'm like oh my god he's a great he has a big heart and he, he went through all these issues and you know that's why he is the way he is yeah but at the same time even though you you have love for this person and you guys love each other i wasn't fully happy because he wasn't giving me the love that i wanted him to give me you yeah know what i mean he loved me in his own way yeah but the love that i imagine my partner giving me he wasn't really he wasn't giving me that yeah so do you think he is unreal I don't know. I mean, it's you been, guys a, it's been a year and a half. Have you guys talked at all? And we haven't talked at all ever since. This is the first the first time we actually, you know, have gone this long without talking. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would like to think he's over me. Yeah. You know. I think it's it's also a different. It's a two. It's two separate journeys. I think one is the first part is getting over somebody, mm-hmm. and then the second part is transitioning into becoming a friend yeah it's a whole different thing because it's like to me it's almost harder to like be friends with somebody and then to just like cut them out and like not have to deal with them or like potentially seeing them move on or any of that you know what I mean I think that's that's so difficult I have a feeling if he's not over me, okay, I feel <laughs> like... You're going to hear from him soon. <laughs> I feel like I'll hear from him one day. I'm not sure when, but... <laughs> they always I, I, I mean, I know him for six years. I, yeah. You know, I know him all pretty well. Yeah. And, he, I mean, he's forgiven all his ex-girlfriends. He's friends with all of his ex-girlfriends. Yeah. And, you know, the ex-girlfriend before me, it... It was she cheated on him like I know why he has trust issues but he went through so much yeah but you know he he forgave her and he was you know cool with forgiving her and like reaching out to her being friends and yeah. squashing things I I didn't do anything to but him you? in that case I was loyal to him and you know I did lie to him about certain things and I know I hurt him in, yeah. in some ways of course but you know I didn't do him like that yeah. I didn't do him dirty like I you know what I mean yeah but you were also called the love of his life. Yeah, I mean, so he was the love of my life too. Really like deep. you know, at some point, you know, he, we've talked about getting married, and yeah, we thought we were gonna get married at some point. We're like, well, you know, we're talking about when we hit five years, we're gonna get engaged <laughs> and get married. You yeah. know, we were at dinner at some point with Liam Neeson. Yeah, and it was we went to dinner uh, oh for his birthday, and you know that that you know that day he's like yeah when we hit five years um she has to or she said he she has to deal with my bullshit for five years until we get engaged (laughs) (laughs) but i mean yeah but you know but things change you know five years came we were you know at that time we were going back and forth we were three years on and then those two and a half years it was back and forth yeah and then the you know i lied to him about some stuff you Mm -hmm. know it's you know he has some trust issues with me because of that also yeah. and then i had the trust issues because of what him because of, you know exactly yeah so. there's a bunch of misconceptions around being the girlfriend yeah and so i just wanted to know like what was your experience like in that world being the girlfriend of, of rampage, rampage. yeah I mean, it was very interesting lifestyle, I guess. It's very crazy. Mm-hmm. A lot of, you know, it is interesting. It is something exciting. And, you know, in the beginning, you're like, oh, this is, you know, yeah. cool. This is exciting yeah. and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, it gets old. Like, yeah. you, don't, you don't have your privacy. You yeah. go out, you know, you want to have fun with your man. And people are bugging him. Hey, can I take a picture? Can I take a picture? Mm-hmm. Or, hey, can I, you know, this, that. It's yeah. Just, people are always talking to him. And so he can't really focus on, on really you. on a date or, you know, on me because yeah. everybody wants to talk to him. Yeah. So you have to be a very understanding person or, yeah. 
you know, a partner, a very discerning partner to date someone in the public eye like that. Yeah. I'm kind of shy when it's, you know, when yeah, it comes yeah, to things. Yeah, so yeah. Whatever I would be in situations like that, I would just. You're a you little know, bit mellow. Like I'm you're, mellow. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not shy. I'm just mellow. I'm yeah. Like, it's like whatever. But I'm just, you know, I just go with the flow. Yeah, you do. So if he's busy, you know, he's having conversations, yeah. I would just, you know, be doing my own thing. Yeah. Like, having conversations with, you know, <laughs> with other people. With other people. Yeah. And just, you know, you know, be your, you know, you got to be your own person yeah. at the same time. Yeah. I think, you know, what happens for me in a situation where it's like he's off just like socializing people I gravitate towards the other girlfriends mm-hmm, exactly, you know what I mean yeah. so you kind of talk to the other girls that are there yeah. and just because you kind of have to form a little bit of like a bond together because yeah. it's like nobody else kind of understands like the, what you're going through mm-hmm. except for each other and it's just the weirdest thing but that's just that's just how it is and it's like I think the biggest misconception that people have about like relationships like this is that everything is always good yeah and it's not it's honestly one of the hardest relationships that I had to deal with yeah you know you you got to deal with so much and not even guys in the public eye you know he you know it just you know dating in general is hard it doesn't matter if he's in the public eye or he works at McDonald's yeah it's dating in general it's hard and you know honestly like it comes with its own set of issues. It does. Yeah. It does. It's easier, obviously, for the guy if he's in the public eye. Yeah. It's easier for them to be exposed to so many options. So many options. Yeah. Exactly. And and this is the thing. Like nowadays, it's the like, there's no morals. Yeah. Like the girls don't care. Like it sucks that you know girls would put themselves down to the point where you know they don't they're you know, okay with being they're okay with being the side girl. yeah they're okay with knowing they have a girlfriend and still messing with them and, yeah you know i wish it wasn't the case i yeah. wish girls had more respect for themselves yeah yeah know, i think in all aspects of the cheating situation there is the person who cheated the person getting cheated on and then the person they cheated with I think each person that plays a role in the cheating triangle has their own set of issues to work out. Yeah. Internally, like just, you know, the whole issues aside, I think the person, the side chick or the side guy, because it can go both ways, Mm -hmm. has their own set of self-esteem issues and issues when it comes to self-worth that they need to work out and maybe issues from their past as to why this is what they want and this is the challenge that they desire Um, and I think the person cheating has issues with commitment Mm -hmm. and I think they have issues with maybe finding happiness and contentment instability that they need to work out and then the person getting cheated on needs needs help with damage being done to them I think everybody in that triangle it's lose 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 for everybody anybody you know that's a side chick has some level of trauma I think behind Mm -hmm. it all Mm -hmm. and I am in no way defending the side check but it's like it's the most obvious I think weakness of all in the situation because you're settling for something so subpar Mm. you know what I mean it's so hard for me to grasp yeah of being the side check it's hard it's hard but yeah the thing is, I but feel because like, you were the girlfriend for so long, yeah. I mean, I've all, you know, I've never be the side chick with anybody, yeah, ever. Like, yeah. no, yeah, you know. But I mean, honestly, I can't judge anybody. Anybody, like everybody, has their own desires, their own, you know, whatever makes them happy. Yeah. Like follow. I'm all about follow what makes you feel good, what makes you feel happy. Right. Like everybody has their own path, and I, you know, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But with me, I feel like um, nowadays society kind of makes it feel like it's cool being the side chick yes. you know what i mean like all these rap yeah. songs all these songs is all they talk about is a side chick side chick yeah. and you know how many i don't know how many yeah. girlfriends they have it's like it's it's oh it, like they're making it an okay thing yes i think our generation normalized side chick culture mm-hmm. for sure i think everybody is coming out with little and I used to be guilty of it too, but little snarky captions, like I can take your man captions, mm-hmm. or that one girl, 
and Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner. Like, the girl commented something like, say, tell your baby daddy thank you, something like that. Just outright disrespectful. And I feel like I used to be so guilty of, like, little snarky, bitchy captions like that. And it had nothing to do with real life. But... It was just like you thought it was cute and it's like looking back i'm like you know that is not the image that you want to even project is yeah. like that you're against your fellow female yeah exactly. you know uh-huh. it's like we all got to stand up for each other at some point and it's like even if you if that was the case and you were the side chick it's like I would have the biggest chest issues with whoever I ended up with that had cheated on their girlfriend with me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, that is going to be me. That's like, yeah. I'm next up to be cheated on by you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why it's so hard for, you know, for me to date. I still haven't really dated, you know, yeah, since, since, since Rampage. Yeah. I, you know, I did uh, go on two dates. I exchanged numbers. I tried to get to know two guys. And, uh-huh. you know, it was just... Um, I haven't met, I know exactly what I'm looking for now yeah. and what I want, yeah. and I haven't, I haven't met him. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> you know, I haven't met I him. Feel I feel you. like all these, you know, all these guys, I don't have, I'm at, I'm at an age right now where I don't have time for fuckboy shit. I don't have time for that. I yeah. I'm not into dating just casually. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's why I don't even exchange my numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, why? Like, yeah. you know, I don't... I don't want that. Yeah. What was the biggest lesson that the whole relationship with Rampage taught you? Honestly, I found myself. I mean, I don't know if there's a lesson, but it just, I feel like we, you know, we were together for five years. He met me when I was 25 and yeah. I was 31 about the time we stopped talking. Yeah. So I feel like... I grew. He met me when I was 25, and these five years, I just kept becoming, uh, you know, a woman. I kept finding myself. I kept um, growing. I kept, mm-hmm. you know, I not, I knew my vision became clear of what I wanted. I thought he was the one, you know, I wanted to marry at that time. Yeah, yeah I was so in love with him yeah. and all that stuff. And in that moment, I I felt like he was the one. And even though I was dealing with different girls Mm -hmm. but at that moment I was okay with it because I've seen so many guys cheat on girls you know what I mean I'm like well (laughs) and the thing is like with Rampage he was honest about it he never lied to me and that's one thing about him he's a very honest guy and you know like I said we were best friends and told each other everything and he he never lied to me about the you know if he would mess up he would be like babe I fucked up I, I almost this. I almost prefer that. Yeah. I it, um, that's why I, you know, that's why I understand him and that's why I stay yes. and I know, okay, well, he, I know he loves yes. me and he's honest. Well if I go with someone else they're gonna do it behind behind my back. Like he says he's like every guy cheats but I do it yeah. behind your back. Girl. I was kind of like at that moment I was like, you know what, you're right. You're right. But, but I'm tell I mean, does he have a point? I feel like he has he, a fucking he, point. He has a point because okay, most guys are oh, like geez. that but there are guys out there that are one woman type of guys as well Where it's hard at? to find but you know you have to meet the guy at the right time as well like if yeah. the guy's not ready to settle down you can't judge him he's just not ready he's yeah. just not there's so many options nowadays you know social media makes it so easy oh my for God. them to be at their fingertips have hundreds of easy. options easily easy. explore page done yeah, yeah. so it's, it's why you know guys in their mind they're like why settle down i have so many different options you yeah know? they think they can find the next one's gonna be better the next one's gonna be better yeah and so on and so on but there is going to come a time where that guy is going to get tired of that as well. Yeah. For instance, like, Rampage came, we were broken up for about a year, and we were uh-huh. best friends. Yeah, y'all are still talking. We Shane, Gizmo, my dog, <laughs> together. I know, Gizmo! <laughs> and, you know, we were getting along because we broke up, and I knew, you know, we were friends. Like, yeah. we, were, we were best friends, we, we still love each other, but... At that time, he still wanted to do his own thing, mm-hmm. and I got to a point where, even though he was honest about everything, I came to a point where I wasn't happy. It's not, it's not, it wasn't enough. I wanted, I wanted someone to give me back exactly what I was giving back in, into that relationship. Yeah. You know, I wanted to, you know, I was faithful. I was faithful for 
the whole relationship. <laughs> you were. So, yes. Yeah. I wanted someone to be faithful back. I visualized this partner and mm-hmm. that was, you know, that would love me how I how I envisioned someone to love me back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but what I learned from this relationship, yeah. what did you learn? I learned to honestly like the best thing is to love yourself. Yeah. Truly. Back, back then when I met him, I didn't know that. I thought that being with a guy made me happy is what would make me happy. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, I went back and I'm going to get a little kind of vulnerable with you guys. But, <laughs> you know, like I feel like I had I needed to fill that void with having a man with me or having that like someone to like protect me or whatever because I do have daddy issues even yeah. though I grew up with my dad my parents didn't divorce until I was 25 but yeah. I don't have a close relationship with my dad since I was like you know a teenager yeah so I think you know at that time I feel like I thought by having him made me happy and like he was my life and all that stuff but that was a big mistake that I made yeah honestly what I recommend every woman is to really be by yourself for a while and learn to be by yourself and yeah learn to be happy by yourself yeah because honestly this is the best thing that it was the hardest thing that I went through the hardest breakup that I went through yeah. but at the same time is the best thing that happened to me yeah because I found myself like yeah, I you know I'm by myself like I I make myself happy now yeah. I won't put up with shit like if, yeah. let's say if I meet you know, in my eyes, the love of my life, and yeah. then they do something to disrespect me that doesn't, you know, meet alongs with my morals or whatever yeah. I want. It's so easy for me to kick them out the door and just yeah. apply. It's not like it's not what I want because I make myself happy. If you're not just gonna add to my happiness, then yeah, I don't need you. Yeah, <laughs> if you subtract from my happiness, mm-hmm. exactly, that's then yeah. you can leave. Girls, it doesn't matter how much money he has. It does Seriously. not matter how famous he is. It does not matter like. If he's not going to respect you and yeah. treat you how a woman needs to be treated, then don't, you know, just don't waste your time. If, yeah. you're, if you are going in it to just have a good time, yeah, okay, that's a different then thing. that's a different thing. You know, you know, you're in it, you know, not to get serious with this guy yeah. because you know, they're not, and you know, they're not serious. They're not anything, yeah. Exactly. But, you know, if you're trying to go after a guy and, or if you see a guy and be like, oh, I'm going to trap this guy yeah you know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> girl no like yeah <laughs> don't don't go in with that mentality yeah you know i know a lot of girls i work in the night industry you yeah know? i see a lot of girls do that they yeah. try to you know they don't care what the, what they have to do to be with this guy like yeah. they'll, they'll literally put up with anything yeah and it's not it's not all right like respect yourselves like yeah you know? yeah like, and I have to say this, since we're talking about trapping guys, a baby does not mean fucking love, okay? Exactly. Yeah, and, and you know, you don't really want to bring a baby into the world. The world that's not in a complete know, family. Exactly. Yeah. That's a lot of issues that you're bringing upon your kid. Yeah. And if that's a daughter, yeah, I think that comes with its own set of built-in daddy issues that we don't even have to get into. I don't know if I have daddy issues. I think my dad was just never really around when I was little. Mm-hmm. Even though my family was still together, I have seen my parents go through some fucking bullshit, though. Like, they have been through some tough times. And you know what? I think every year I ask her, because she got it out the mud with my dad. Like, she was there from rags to riches. Mm-hmm. And she was there before the come up, before the money, before everything. So... I asked her, I was like, knowing everything you know now and seeing how everything turned out for you, would you choose money over love? Because I know she chose love over money because she's been there from day one. Mm-hmm. But I would, I would ask her, I was like, would you choose money over love? And she would be like, no. So my question for you is, would you ever, knowing everything you know now, would you ever date another famous guy or would you date another athlete? I... I don't think I would. Okay. Unless he happens to be another famous guy. Yeah. <laughs> unless he ready to settle down or he yeah. needs the same qualities that I'm looking for for yeah. a partner, the same morals and yeah. you know, I just don't wanna deal with any any games. I, I still yeah. have these games because my ex really 
he didn't really play games because, like I said, he was, he was honest, honest about it. Yeah. Being a public figure, it's not an easy life. The lifestyle that they go through, people think it's, you know, it's amazing. They want to, everybody wants to be famous, yeah. but honestly, it's not. It's, it's the hardest thing ever. And he went through so much. I've seen him go through so much. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. What would be your biggest advice to somebody who is trying to move on from an on and off situation like that because that's not a normal breakup an on and off situation like that that you're trying mm-hmm. to move on it's almost like you go through part of the motions of a real breakup and then there's this one I don't know what it is like a glimmer of hope yeah, or whatever it is that it's gonna start back up again so it's like it's like you're broken up and then you're always hoping for a reconciliation because it was always coming around. And it's a different mindset that you have than a normal breakup where it's like, I gotta move on. This is like, I am moving on until you do something, some big gesture, some romantic gesture, and then now we're right back. Um, honestly, I feel like love yourself first. Love yourself, follow your feelings your feelings tell you what makes you feel good or what makes you feel bad yeah follow what makes you feel good yeah if someone is ruining your energy is you know that then that tells you that you gotta you know move on and follow the path that makes you feel good it might be hard at you know at first it's the hardest you know it's so painful it's like it's it's like you know someone dying pretty much a breakup is like you go through the same feelings of such loss such loss someone like you know dying pretty much because you're losing that person yeah yeah. that was you were so close to and shared so many years with or months or whatever you know that closeness you're losing that but that's you know when it's hard to get out of your emotions when you're in there yeah but try to get yourself out of it and love yourself first respect yourself and yeah don't settle follow what makes you happy and yeah like, look at the bigger picture. Like, because what makes you happy right now is not always what makes you happy in the long term. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like, things, you know, you know, whenever you say you, you put a vision out there, I want this, it's already done. Yeah. You just got to, you know, keep your energy aligned with that. Yeah. Sometimes we go through all these uncomfortable things because it's, it's to guide us to where we actually want to be or need to go. Yeah, like, I feel like I'm the happiest I've ever been, even yeah. though I'm not dating and I'm I haven't gone on a date in a year, yeah. almost a year now. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I've been the happiest I've ever been. Like, I found myself, like it, I found what I wanted to do with my life. Yeah, I'm not depending on anybody anymore. Yeah. you know, like yeah. on my future. Like, yeah, open my business. Yeah, and honestly, like I just followed what what felt right, and it it took me to opening up my own business and honestly like for a long time because I'm 32 years old Mm -hmm. for a long time I'm like man I don't know what to do what I want to do with my life like if I feel like a loser for a long time because I'm like so many people find their passions so early on I felt the same way and I I knew my passions were animals I just bought animals and dogs like (laughs) animals in general but I'm like okay what can I do my mindset was, what can I do in that industry where it's going to make me a lot of money? Yeah. Because I didn't want to just settle for a whatever job. I want to make good money, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to be successful as well. Mm-hmm. I envision myself being a very successful person. So for a long time, I was stuck on what to do. I don't want to be a vet because I can't see the, the sad stuff and yeah. all that stuff. So yeah. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And then I started thinking about the pet hotel, which yeah. Rampage was you know, willing to help me out with it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we stopped talking, so yeah. I was like, okay. But at the same time, now that I look back, I'm like, I don't even want to do the pet hotel anymore. Like, yeah. it was just something that I was just, like, putting out there. Like, maybe yeah. this, maybe that. Yeah. But what I'm doing now, it's way better than the pet hotel because yeah. right now, like, since I I started an online business, uh-huh. I have, like, my, to me, what makes me happy is freedom. Like, yeah. I love my freedom. I love to travel. Yeah. Yeah. And starting my online business can work from home. I can yeah. travel the world and take my laptop and work. And honestly, that's exactly what 
that's what I want to do. That's what exactly. Yeah. That was that's my dream. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, mine too. That's why we're <laughs> doing the online thing. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, it's you know so. It's not easy. I'm not telling anybody it's entrepreneurship easy. is easy. It's, it's not. not at all. But nowadays, it's a, a little easier than back then because we have so many resources. Yeah. Social media. We can reach millions yeah. and millions of people in a t- like on our phones. Yeah. Back Which then, is crazy. people had to go door to door, door to door. Like literally, like just your DM. That's where it it goes down in DM. You know that song? <laughs> it goes down in DM for me, like in sales. Like it goes down in DM, like. This is <laughs> yes. In sales. Sales goes down in the in DM. DM. <laughs> What has been the hardest thing about making that leap into starting your own business? The hardest thing for me was I didn't have the knowledge to yeah. how to go about it. I thought starting a business was, you know, you hear starting a business, you just hear like, oh my God, that's so hard. You probably need a lot of money to do that. This yeah. and that. That's, that was my beliefs. And, yeah. You know, because your parents, you know, it's all, it's all, you know, how you grow up also. Like your parents you know, put these beliefs in here, it's too hard to find, you know, yeah. start a business, or oh, you can't do this, or oh, my God, or what is, you have to pay so much taxes, like, like, if I'm paying a lot of taxes, that means I'm making money, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Why, why is that a problem? Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, but your parents always, like, make it, you know, at least my parents, and, you know, I'm Mine sure too. most parents, like, they they grew up in a society where it was really hard for them yes. to start some business, yeah. you have to, you know, have a lot of money to start yeah. something. But nowadays, it's not even like that. Yeah. Like, oh, it's YouTube, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook. There's so many resources. There's so many resources. Yeah. What has been some of your favorite resources for learning about business? YouTube. YouTube? <laughs> I, I Honestly, before I started my online business, I just, mm-hmm. for like maybe four or five months straight, I just would watch YouTube videos about e-commerce business, about yeah. all that stuff, about... Yeah. You know, online business, marketing, yeah. like sales, all that. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, they go to college for it, but I'm not a school person. I'm, yeah. I'm very independent. I'm always wanting to do things on my on own, own and on, like, my, you know, how I want it yeah. in my <laughs> own time. <laughs> and like I said, now, like, YouTube nowadays, we can educate ourselves. You don't have to yes. get yourself into debt for 50, 60, 80,000, yeah. however, whatever college costs nowadays. Yeah. Unless you're going to be a doctor, a freaking, you know, engineer, or whatever, yes. you don't Something need with to a go degree. to college. Yeah. Like, I it's mean, it is good to make wall Yeah, it is good to have a degree, but. You know, but if you look, you know, it's good to have a degree if you know what you want to do. If, mm-hmm. You know, if you want to work for human resources, whatever you want to do, that's exactly. what you, you want to do. <laughs> oh, please go ahead. Like, you know, I wish I was a school person, yeah. but that was never my path. Yeah. My path was always freedom. Do and I want to do my own thing. I want to create something. Yeah. Work for myself. Yeah. Go travel whatever yeah. I want. I don't have to ask for permission. Mm-hmm. Can I take a lunch break or yeah. can I go pee? No, exactly. fuck that. <laughs> yes, I am with you one hundred percent. And I'm I'm talking as somebody with a bachelor's and a master's, and I'm telling you guys that it's like I guess and because a lot of people don't even a use lot of it. people don't use their degree, and it's it's almost like it's just kind of a way to be like listen like I I hustle for something I Mm -hmm. hustle for this but if you place that energy into hustling into your dream or your business or something that you actually Actually, really want to do you can reap so much more from it exactly yeah 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 because you know if you're doing something you don't like you're not in the in the you're not in the same vibration you're not in your path you know what I mean you're you're going to be sending out that that energy out there of something you're not happy that's what the feeling that you're putting out there and that's yeah. the same feeling you're gonna keep coming back it's like mm-hmm. a like a radio station if you want to you know tune into hip-hop you got to stay in that frequency yeah you, you know stay, stay with your energy yeah. like your feelings make you you know your feelings guide you if you're at a job and you're unhappy just try to find your intuition try to what you know it's so hard to explain for me i just go with the flow just follow what made me feel good what felt right yeah what feels right keep it positive Mm -hmm. think positive thoughts because whatever you think that's what you attract yeah yeah that's i believe in that 100 percent yeah we were actually talking about that at dinner the other night before we wrap the show 
Um, we're doing this segment every single week. It's called Weekly Weakness, and it's all about your favorite thing of the moment. It could be anything, like a TV show, a movie, a song. What is your favorite thing right now? My favorite thing right now? <laughs> wow. Honestly, that's kind of a hard one. Lately, I've just been so focused on on growing my business Yeah. that I haven't even watched any TV shows or I, anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing right now is YouTube videos, educational <laughs> YouTube videos. I love it. Books, have, maybe. Do you have like a favorite channel? I don't have a favorite channel. Honestly, I just search how to, whatever. How to, yeah. exactly. How to do this better. How to, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, stuff to do with my business. It's yeah. mostly marketing. That's what I research. Yes. It's marketing because mm-hmm. I. Um, it's online. Uh-huh. It's online. It's online, yeah. exactly. So yeah. basically, it's all marketing that I have to focus yeah. on. Can you tell everybody where they can find you and Paw Walk Swag? Yeah. <laughs> you guys can follow my personal account at Mariah underscore Osa. Mariah, M-A-R-I-A-H underscore O-S-S-A. And my Paw Walk Swag is... P A W W A L K S W A G. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Thank God I'm a good speller. <laughs> You're like over here spelling it out. <laughs> but Paula's swag, you guys, is a box filled with all the goodies for your dog. Yakuza got one for his birthday. Thank you to yes. his auntie Mariah. And it was just some of the best stuff. Um, the yeah. treats were really, really good. He uh-huh. like loved treats. Yeah, I yeah. do. I have like a bunch of stuff for you know for dogs, a bunch of like swagged out apparel, yeah. like you know urban, urban style, urban yeah. fashion for dogs. I do have um, more than clothes though for dogs. I yeah. have accessories. I have dog beds. I have travel stuff. Yeah, and the box that you're talking about, that's a seasonal box that mm-hmm. I have. Where it includes like two different outfits, a accessory, a toy, and two right. two bags of dog treats. So good, so good. Thank and you. I highly recommend you have this water bottle on your website. Oh yeah, that, that water everybody bottle. loves that it's one. It's so good. So it's like a built-in bowl, a built-in like little container for water for your dog. Yeah. I love it's it. A little it's travel so uh, water bottle for dogs. Yeah, especially you know perfect for hiking. Yes travel all that yeah. good stuff yeah okay well thank you so much Mariah of for course on. thank you for having me yeah girl <laughs> it was really really nice it's good it was a good conversation yeah I think. it was a good conversation I think girls need to hear this conversation because people yeah. don't know the struggle behind yeah. everything yeah I mean I feel like I left out a lot of stuff you know when we can always come back and do another episode yeah for sure I feel like I was a little you know yeah. here and all over the place there's a lot of stuff that I still, you know, want to talk to girls about it and, yeah. you know, motivate them to, to you know, be independent and yeah. to love themselves, respect themselves and yeah. all that stuff. It's just a lot of things that I feel like I I can share with them. Yeah. Well, let's see this. What would be the biggest thing you want women to know about love and self-respect? I just feel like, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure, like, you know, all over the world or in the United States, but I feel like especially here mm-hmm. in California, I see a lot of girls um, think that dating a guy with money, like mm-hmm. that's all, like they, everybody out here, all the girls out here want to date someone with status yeah. or with money or successful. Yeah. That's not important. I, I dated the losers too. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I feel bad saying that, but I dated a guy for four and a half years that had no job like yeah. I literally paid for everything like yeah. he was following his music career yeah. dream so you know but at my cost you know yeah. he was a great guy don't get me wrong but isn't you know you don't want to look for a loser or someone that's gonna like you know leech on you and yeah. like you have to maintain someone you do want to date a successful guy but I feel like be your own, have your own goals as well. Yeah. Don't don't just go looking for a guy and date a guy and and fuck all your morals, put yeah. all your morals down the drain just because you you know you want to date this guy that has care. money because you think you know it's cool or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know sometimes when you're young, like you're you know you're in the moment, you're like you don't know any better. You just yeah. want to have fun. You're in the moment. You fall in love and you know all that stuff, but that's not. Yeah. Like you're gonna grow from that life. You're yeah. Not, you know, it's 
you know and it's, it's fun now it's, you're gonna be hurting yourself in the end because you, the, most of these type of guys are not going into relationships wanting to settle down yeah so you know the signs girls like come on follow the signs if a guy's a fuckboy or you know whatever I'm not trying to offend any guys but if yeah. a guy's not ready to settle down yeah. I feel like guys should be honest about it yeah and then you should take the signs as yeah. well like don't don't make yourself believe something else don't don't just because they're super nice to you don't yeah. fall for it just mm-hmm. follow the signs like just you it's clear it's yeah. so clear <laughs> yeah it is it's clear if you guys want to see it it's, it's a different it thing if you guys if and we've been guilty of that we've yeah, been guilty of, of ignoring all the red flags because of love mm-hmm. or because you know he bought us something it is like it's you get over it yeah, like, yeah you get over it it's not it's not you know yeah for me like you said it was love and that's you as most women's mistake that's what yeah. that's what they get us is they make us believe that that they love us, which I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah. But just make sure that you're happy with the love that they're giving you. Yeah. Don't stay just because. Right. Who they are, or how much money they have. Yeah. Don't settle. Just don't settle. Yeah. <laughs> you have your own goals. And you be your own sponsor, girl. Yeah. And nowadays, actually, it's like girls. Like we want to date a successful guy, but even guys go the same way and they see a girl and they, she doesn't have any goals they're yeah. not gonna take that girl serious yeah like I see, I hear it from all my guy friends like oh she has no goals she has no nothing like I'm not why am I gonna take her serious God, right. now guys want a girl that has goals and is successful and has her own shit going on for themselves yeah, yeah. so honestly I feel like every girl should focus on finding themselves finding what they want to do their passion and focus on that a guy second yeah <laughs> yeah yeah put yourself first always mm-hmm. yeah okay babe well thank you so much thank for coming you. on <laughs> bye guys i hope you guys enjoyed that episode with mariah osa if you guys enjoyed this episode or any other previous episodes go ahead and give me five stars on itunes and hit that subscribe button so we can hang out every single week okay you guys stay safe stay inside and i will catch you guys next friday Bye.